0: Right now, though, my friend Brennan Escott has come back into the studio, producer, obviously, for Oilers Now, our afternoon sports anchor here on 630 Ched on Chelsea on Ched. There has been a lot of conversation, of course, about that very disappointing game last night. <laughs> But there's some good news in the hockey world as well. All eyes right now paying attention to Connor Bedard. So catch us up a little bit, Brendan. Who is this kid? He's being called a a generational hockey star. And we're going to talk a little bit about whether or not that title is appropriate or not. But basically what we know is that he's he's a phenom I mean, he's, a, he's incredible he's drawing huge crowds uh, and he's set to be uh, you know the, the first draft pick for this year
1: so I mean for me I started hearing about this kid when he was 13 years old because a lot of times what happens in the off season of the NHL is you'll get in smaller communities clusters of NHL players semi-pro players junior players all the elite players they all kind of congregate on the same ice surface so long long before uh, he has his day in the spotlight, uh, which will be the NHL Draft Day later in the summer, we, we hear about 13-year-old Connor Bedard, who is uh, shooting the puck harder than a guy's 10 years older than him, you know, turning the heads of, of NHL athletes. And every step of the way, to me, like, that's a lot to live up to, and there is a long opportunity to fail to live up to those expectations. Of course, you could think of McDavid in the same vein, um, but I think Think of like the profiles that some of the sports networks have done on, you know, McDavid and that sort of thing and Bedard. And so you start generating this this hype and the hype machine is is kind of fueled at this stage, even before they get to a Western Hockey League team, which is what happened with Bedard. So he gets drafted to the, the he actually is the first player, I should state this, to gain exceptional status, meaning. A hockey Canada determined that he was both, in his play, mature enough and, and high enough quality, but also as a human being, he was going to be mature enough to handle moving away full-time at uh, 15 years old. Usually wow. 16 is the rookie age in in the Western League. And for Bedard, for the first time ever, the Western League allowed uh, this exception. Rob Brown, actually, as part of the Oilers Radio Network, is the other sort of the uh, the original um, exceptional status player out of the Western League. But it hasn't happened in like 30 years so this kid is the complete package he is really uh, he just seems to get it, okay, if you hear him talking to the media, but his stat line is is what we can focus on for a second, so just this year alone, 57 games played 143 points 71 (laughs) goals, 72 assists, so it doesn't really get much more well-rounded than that over the course of his Western Hockey League career, which was a short two seasons, he put up over two points a game, 271 in 134. So, like, I guess what we're talking about here is somebody who is so far and away head and shoulders above the quality of their own age group that they have to be sort of spoken of in a class of their own. Like, there hasn't been a doubt about him being the number one draft pick for his year of draft eligibility for the last five years. Everybody's known it was him.
0: But does that make him a generational hockey star? And what does that even mean because you know if you're thinking about stars that come along once in a generation then do you exclude stars like um cindy crosby and Connor mcdavid dry sidle ovechkin yeah i mean there there are so many really great players but does he is he so good that he stands alone and we can give him that qualifier
1: here's here's my take on it i mean because you could look at the production of a bunch of different nhl players and, and qualify them theoretically as generational talents A generation in a sports lifetime, I I would think of it like dog years in a different sense. A generation, (laughs) because the article that we're talking about here has based a generation on 15 to 20 years, but that would be an extremely long sports career. So to me, I would shrink that down and say, okay, we're looking at probably more like eight to 10 years as being an actual generation. Well, Connor Bedard is getting drafted now eight years after Connor McDavid. So to me, that's the spectrum of generational players. All apologies to everybody who has come in between the Connors here, but nobody has been a generational player since. And if you want to rewind before McDavid, about 10 years, who was drafted then? Sidney Crosby was. Sure, okay. And then Ovechkin was there too. And so that's kind of, that was an exception that I think we might have to look at and say there was two in very short order there because of their staying power. I actually heard that both of them are the highest selling jerseys of the last year still. And their, and Crosby? That's correct. And they're in their mid thirties. Wow. So that is transgenerational to me in terms of their popularity. But think of it that way, right? So we I would separate it by about eight to ten years, and then you can say, okay, like this is this
0: generation's star in his prime of his career. So totally fair to give him that qualifier and also fair to say that he is going to be the next Connor McDavid. Now, whether he can live up to the expectation and all that pressure, different story, different conversation. Any idea where he's gonna go?
1: It's been decided as of last night, uh, Chicago won the draft lottery and it would be the most egregious blunder in sports history for them not to take Connor (laughs) Bedard (laughs) first overall in this circumstance. So he's going to Chicago and it came with a little bit of consternation because of Chicago recently with, uh, you know, the sexual assault stuff that came out within the last couple of years. So that, that did draw the ire of some fans and it is a random lottery process. We got a whole breakdown of it from a behind-the-scenes experience with uh, Frank Saravalli on Oilers Now today. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, go look up our podcast with Frank Saravali He explains from inside the lottery room how that process worked. Oh. It was not rigged in favor of Chicago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amazing. Okay, thanks, Brendan. Hey, thanks welcome. for breaking that down. Yeah. So he is, in fact, a generational hockey star. Uh, he
1: has proven it every step of the way. I've got no reason to doubt him now.
0: Okay, that term sticks. Thanks, Brendan.